What's up, Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. Welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie. It has been two weeks since I've recorded a podcast episode and I was on a coaching call last night with the members of my coaching club and one of the members asked, I have a question. Is something going on with the podcast? Am I missing it? Uh, well, yes, you're missing it, but you're missing it because I was missing it. Um, as you probably are, not you probably, if you're alive in the world, I don't care where you are in the world right now, you know what's been going on. It is, uh, it's been a crazy two weeks. The coronavirus is just doing, it's, it's wreaking havoc. And quite frankly, I, I feel as if it's changed everything. And it, it has changed everything for so many people all across the world. The difference between this and anything I've seen in my lifetime is that it doesn't matter where you are. This is affecting you. Everyone that I know in every part of the world, whether it's in Europe, whether it's across the U.S., whether it's, you know, in Asia, whether it's in the Caribbean or whoever I speak to, the number one thing on their minds is the coronavirus and this pandemic that we are seeing. Now, obviously, I live in the U.S., um, and in the U.S. right now, things are getting a bit, you know, a bit concerning. <laughs> they are getting a bit concerning. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this. Um, you know, my podcast is Blogging with Leslie. And just like this affects everyone else, it also affects bloggers. And I wanted to share my thoughts Um and be a part of the conversation. First thing first, I want to I just want to share that when it comes to the coronavirus, one of the things that not it's, this is not just a coronavirus thing. This is just this is just a Leslie thing. What I refuse to do is come from a position of fear. Now, what I'm not saying here is if you are afraid, there is something wrong with the way you're feeling. No, if you're afraid right now, hey, I completely understand. And quite frankly, your feelings are justified. But for me, whenever I look at a situation, no matter how challenging the situation is, I, I, I take whatever stance is the opposite of fear. That is where I like to come at difficult issues from. And for me, in this situation, the opposite of fear is hope. Because I am I'm looking ahead to what this can mean for the future of what I do and what we do and what the world does and I think there can be some really positive results. Now, there, there are very real, very real negative results of this pandemic. People are getting 
sick. Some people are dying. Some people are more vulnerable than others. And there are things that we have to do to protect ourselves. And uh, a lot of people are stuck inside, whether it's via a mandatory quarantine or just them taking the initiative of staying at home. Uh, there's stuff that can be done and uh, uh, stuff that we are doing. And I'm not going to try in this podcast episode to, you know, give all the recommendations that you've been hearing from the entire world. That's not what I want to address. I want to address in this episode, in this episode, how this affects us as bloggers. Because it affects us as bloggers. I'll give you a number of examples. Um, I have a number of friends who are bloggers and successful bloggers, successful entrepreneurs and so on. And a significant amount of their revenue comes from events. Well, you know that if your revenue right now is dependent on events, that revenue is non-existent. And if you are depending on these, the revenue that you are expecting to get from events to take care of your family, you are you're dealing with a challenge. That is one way that it affects bloggers. Another way that it affects bloggers is um, people aren't, people, the, the con consumer behavior is not the same as it was just a few weeks ago. They're not spending money on certain things, whereas on other things, they're spending even more money. So where that's concerned, it depends on the niche that you're in, how this thing is going to affect you. I've spoken to um, some people and some clients that are like, oh man, this is actually causing my business to thrive. I have one client right now who what she sells is considered, it's in the category of an essential item. So her business is doing better than it was before. But then there are others where maybe they're in marketing and so on and, and companies normally hi hire them to do certain things, but the companies that hire them are going under. I had one member of my coaching club send me a message and say, hey, we had to shut our doors, so I'm, I'm not able to continue this. Uh, I had to lay off X number of people. I'm not able to continue this at least not right now. So there are real effects and there are real things. There are promotions that companies and, and not companies, but bloggers were planning on doing right now. And they had to just say, you know what, let's put, let's put a pause. Let's put a pause on what's going on right now because this is not the right time. And all of those responses, all of that, it's understandable. It is completely understandable. You know what's one thing I do not like to see in this situation, which I've seen? One of the things that I don't like to see is people on one side criticizing the other side because they say, how dare you promote something right now? Look at what the world is going through. And then there are people on the other side 
saying, how dare you not promote something right now? That's how we can bring more money into the, the economy and all that good stuff by you not doing it. So you have people on both sides criticizing the other. And here's one message that I want to get across. One message that I want to get across is that when dealing with a crisis, different people are going to deal with it differently. For example, some people, when talking about the coronavirus, they're just, they're laughing. They're like, oh man, this coronavirus thing, it's so messed up. And they're making jokes about it. Someone else would look at them and say, you are so insensitive. How dare you laugh at a time like this? And for that person, that is the only way that they know how to deal with the situation because they've never they've never had a, a a dry run to this there's never been a situation where they could test out the the wide range of responses we, we this is new to us this is new to me so i'm going to deal with it one way you're going to deal with it another way maybe and it's okay for us to differ on the way we deal with it. But what I want to do is share how I am dealing with it. When it comes to this crisis, the first thing that came to my mind is I need to do whatever I can do to make sure that my family is okay. My family is my immediate responsibility, right? We have two kids. My, my wife and I, we have two kids, um, little Noah, little Odelia, and these two kids, they depend on us. They depend on us for food. They depend on us for guidance. And, and we homeschool our kids, so they depend on us for their education. And we need to do whatever we can do to make sure that they are okay. I need to do whatever I can do to make sure that my wife is okay. My wife needs to do whatever she can do to make sure that I'm okay. And we as a family unit need to do what we need to do to make sure that we're okay. Part of that for me is making sure, at, at my responsibility, making sure that our finances are okay. Make, making sure that while all this stuff is going on, we have money to do the things that we need to do, like eat and, and, and eat and drink. You know, you got to eat, you got to drink, and you got to take care of all of the stuff that you got to take care of. So I've had to actually step back and say, what can I do to make sure that my family is financially taken care of? What can we do to make sure that my, our family is physically taken care of, not putting them in harm's way, and those kinds of things? So for me, on the financial end, I've had to make some shifts and say, you know what, this, is, this, this is, does not feel like the time to be promoting the coaching club and all these, you know, hey, sign up to become a blogger. While I do believe that is something that can help people in the, that are at home right now with extra time, that's not going to help them with their immediate needs. So I'm not going to, I, I just don't 
the, it, it just doesn't seem right for me to do those kinds of promotions. But what I have been doing is more one-on-one coaching with specific types of people that meet a specific criteria. And by doing that, I make it possible to make more revenue so that I can continue to take care of my family. I've had to adjust. Now, fortunately, even before the crisis started, I made the decision that one of the ways that I provide the most value is in my one-on-one coaching. So I actually made the decision to go in that direction, and I started going in that direction right before the crisis. And when the crisis happened, quite frankly, for me, it was like, all right, well, let's just continue doing what we decided to do because this is how, this is quite frankly, it, it was quite timely. This is what is needed for this time right now for me to get, for me to be able to take care of my family. Now, I'm in a different position than many people in a number of ways. You know, a lot of people right now, they have their kids at home and they have to figure out how to deal with their kids being at home and not at school. And now they're homeschooling, not by choice, but by necessity and all that good stuff. That's a completely different situation than mine. Coronavirus has happened. The only difference in my daily activities because of what I do as a blogger and so on, the only real difference is, you know, on weekends, we we don't get to go to church. Uh, we are probably not going to be going over by family on the weekends to have a potluck and those kinds of things. Um, maybe we go out a little less than we used to before because we didn't really go out that often. But there are people all over the world whose lives are being completely affected. That's, that's a harsh reality. That's the brutal reality of the, the, the position that we're in right now. And it's possible and quite likely that it's going to get worse before it gets better. So the question then becomes, what do you do when you're in a situation that is quite where a lot of things are concerned, completely out of your control. What do you do? Things are out of your control. What do you do? Here's what I think we do. We focus on the things that we can control. I can't control what happens to me to a certain extent. In this situation, I can't I can't control the coronavirus. I I'm I I don't have that the, that special set of skills, the coronavirus controlling skills, that is not a gift that I've been endowed with. But you know what I can control? I can control how I respond given the current situation. I can re, I can control my attitude. I can, re, I can control what I look at. I can control what I consume. I can control how I engage with my kids during this time. I can control how I interact with my spouse during this time. The other day, um, we did something that was so fun. It was date night. This was on Wednesday. Every Wednesday is our date night. Um, and this Wednesday, what we did for date night 
was uh, there's a game on the uh, on my phone called Heads Up. Do you know that game? Oh man, that game is so much fun. So basically, it flashes a word on the screen. You hold it up to your forehead, and and the person in front of you has to try to get you to guess what's on that. It's kind of like uh, charades. What charades? <laughs> charades, uh, but with describing what the thing is and if you get it right you you flip the phone down and it beeps and yada yada and it, it takes a video of the person in front of you oh my word we had so much fun doing that one simple activity and we laughed and for that time coronavirus was nowhere it was nowhere in our minds. It was nowhere in, in our thoughts because we were just having fun. And right now, I believe that we all need some fun in our lives. <laughs> so we can't control the coronavirus, but we can control how we respond to it. We can control how we, how we uh, 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 tell our kids about it, how we talk to them about it, and how we, how we teach them about how they respond in a crisis. We can control what we can do. We can control our attitudes. We can control our mindset. And I've come to realize that controlling your mindset, like determining what your mindset is and proactively going for that, it makes the entire difference in the world. In 2014, when I was a university professor, one day I was in the lab, um, and it was me and two other professors in the lab. One of the other professor was an older gentleman in his 70s. And we're in the lab, and the students are there. These are doctor of physical therapy students in a gross anatomy uh, lab, dissecting cadavers and all this kind of stuff. And it seemed like everyone was sick. Everybody sneezing and coughing. It was in the middle of the winter. And you know how it goes when you're in the middle of the winter in Michigan, surrounded by a bunch of students. Everybody was diseased. <laughs> and while we were there, um, we were talking about the fact that everybody's getting sick. And this, this professor was like, Get, everybody's not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. I haven't been sick since I was like 30-something. And I looked at this guy. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What do you what do you what do you mean you you haven't been sick since you were 30 something? And he said, No, I, I haven't been sick. So now I'm curious. I want to know his secret. What's your diet? What's your exercise uh, regimen? What what are you doing so that I could experience this this sick free life for 40 something years? Because every year I got sick like maybe two or three times. Nothing major, but I got sick. I got ill. And he said, you know, one day I decided I wasn't going to get sick anymore. And that was it. I haven't been sick since. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? You, you decided you're not going to get sick and you haven't been sick? He was like, yeah, that's it. And he said, you know what, Leslie? We don't realize how powerful the mind is. To where you can make a decision. And once you've made that decision and you've resolved that that is true, that's it. 
and when he said that, you know, it was right around a time where I had been, you know, diving into personal development and mindset and so on. So it was very timely. And I was in a position where I was ready to receive that fully. This was 2014. That day I said, you know what? I like that. And I'm making a decision right now. I'm not getting sick anymore. It's six years later. I said before, I used to get sick two to three times a year. I haven't been sick since that day. Now, do not misinterpret what I'm saying. I am not saying the cure to coronavirus is for us to just decide we're not going to get coronavirus. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is your mindset is a powerful thing. And what you do not want, listen, if you were to watch the news right now 24-7, it is almost guaranteed in your mind that you're going to die. <laughs> okay, maybe not that bad. But it is, it is when, you're, when you focus your mind on constant negativity, that affects you in so many ways. But the beauty of that is that we have the choice. We have the choice. We can decide what we focus our minds on. And what I want to encourage you to do is focus your mind on the positive. Focus your mind on, 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 uh, on the opportunity, not the problem. But the opportunity, my kids are at home. Oh, my word, that's a problem. I need to figure out what to do with them. My kids are at home. This is a tremendous opportunity for me to work with them in a way that brings us closer together. Oh, man, I can't go outside and, and interact with a bunch of people. This is a tremendous problem. Wait, wait, wait a minute. This is an opportunity for us to spend more time with our family. This is an opportunity for us to use the technology that is available to us so that, you know, we can connect with people that are way across the globe. Connect with our family members that maybe we haven't spoken to in a while. Maybe we have more free time. Maybe we can use that free time to reach out and help somebody else. Okay, I know, I know. It's very difficult because uh, now we're just at home. We can't go anywhere. I'm just going to sit here and just binge some Netflix. There's nothing wrong with binging Netflix. But what if that were an opportunity for you to learn more about that thing you've always wanted to learn about? What if it's an opportunity for you to practice the piano because you've been wanting to practice piano and get better at the piano? What if it's an opportunity for you to take that online course that's going to help you to get ahead in your workplace, in your job, in your business, in whatever it is you're doing? What if this is an opportunity? The difference between the, a problem and an opportunity is a decision that it's not going to be a problem it is going to be an opportunity. And that does not mean 
that we ignore the realities of what is happening in the world. It does not mean that we stay ignorant and we, we, we close our eyes and put blinders on so that we don't hear about the harsh realities that exist in the world today. But it means that we recognize how powerful this thing is that is between our ears and we try to leverage that in ways that can open our minds to the opportunities that lay in front of us. Now, I'm a blogger. I'm a podcaster. Uh, I create videos and all that good stuff. Here is one thing I know. And everyone that is tracking these kinds of metrics will tell you the same thing. Online consumption has gone up significantly. Online consumption, people reading blog articles, people watching videos, people looking for content. It has gone up significantly. The question is, what content are these people consuming? Is it your content? Now, I've noticed myself, I, I went to my YouTube channel, and I'm noticing that, man, people are leaving a bunch more comments on my YouTube channel, even though I haven't created any content. I have videos there on how to use OBS to do live streaming. More people are trying to do live streaming, and they're looking at OBS, and I'm getting more views on those videos. Why? Because people are consuming more content. Are you creating content for those people? Could this, could this be your opportunity? to create more of the content that people are desperately looking for right now? Could it be? Because remember, the difference between a problem and an opportunity is just a decision to make it into an opportunity. And no, I'm not saying take advantage of people right now in a negative way, but I'm saying take advantage of the fact that people do have more time on their hands to show up and serve them in more powerful ways. Last week, my wife and I, last Friday, we did uh, something that we used to do a lot in the past, but we haven't done since we moved to Florida. Uh, on Friday nights, we do what we call Friday night music, where I'm playing the piano, she is singing, and people can come in and ask for a song, uh, uh, make a request, basically, and we will play and sing that for them. And I have never, never, had so many people on a live stream. When we were done, 900 and something people had viewed that live stream. That's never happened to me before. People are looking for content. People are looking for hope. People are looking for resources to help them right now. Be that person that is creating that content, that is giving them the hope. How The question that we should be asking as bloggers right now is how can we serve our audience like never before? And this is the question that I'm asking myself right now. Yes, over the last two weeks, I've stepped back because I wanted to make sure that 
I I take care of my family and that we're okay and so on. And my 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 schedule over the last two weeks have been has been crazier than it's been in a long time. <laughs> but now that I'm somewhat getting over that hump, I want to show up more. I want to be doing more live streams. I'm going to be creating more videos and putting those out there. I want to I want to be creating because people need it. I'm recording this podcast episode right now because someone is discouraged because everything they're hearing about the coronavirus and life and the shutdowns and the lockdowns and the stay homes and the this and that everything is negative and I want to Open your minds to see that everything isn't negative. In fact, I believe that when this is all said and done, we're going to come out stronger as a result. I believe it. I have hope. And I believe, I know that we're going to come out stronger as a result of this. But as bloggers, as content creators, we have an, a, a tremendous opportunity to show up in ways that we've never shown up before. If you've been uncomfortable with the thought of getting on video and doing a live, challenge yourself. Because when you challenge yourself in the midst of a crisis, You never know what can happen as a result. Somebody needs to hear your message. Someone needs to learn some of the skills that you have. Someone needs to be encouraged by you. So let's do it. I'm not sure what my content is going to be over the next few weeks where this podcast is concerned. But I am sure that I want to provide encouragement. I want to provide um, tips. I want to help you through this difficult period. If you're a blogger, if you're a content creator, and you want to have an impact even right now, I want to help you with that. And this is not a pitch for anything. No, I just want to help you with that. I want to create that kind of content. I want to have that kind of dialogue. I want to... Yeah, I just, that's, that's what I want to do. How exactly I'm going to do it? You know, if you have ideas, if you have things you want to see from me over the next few weeks while you're at home doing, the, I was going to say doing nothing, but after this podcast episode, you're not doing nothing. You're going to be doing something. You're going to be creating. You're going to be inspiring. You're going to be educating. You're going to be entertaining. You're going to be doing whatever you find on your heart to do. And if there's a way that I can help you, let me know. Reach out to me on Facebook, on t Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on any of the social platforms because for some reason we're paying attention to all of them right now <laughs> or most of them uh, right now. So reach out to me. Connect with me on Facebook if you care about you know those uh, Friday night lives where we just do some praise music and that kind of stuff and you can get your requests in and so on. Just follow me, Leslie Samuel, on Facebook. Um, connect with me on Instagram. Connect with me wherever. 
and and let me know how I can support you. What can I? How can I best serve you right now? That's what I want to know. I think that's it. That's all I got. I hope this was an encouragement to you. Really and truly, I do. And and know this: we're gonna get through this. We are all in this together. We're all in this together. It's affecting me. It's affecting you. It's affecting everybody we know. And because we're all in this together, we're going to get through this. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't even know what episode this is. This is, this is, an, this is the next episode. <laughs> I have some other stuff recorded that, uh, I decided to just put off because it doesn't seem appropriate for right now, especially with what we're going on, we're go- with what we, you know, I have a, an interview that I did on how to get, you know, traditional media exposure, TV exposure and that kind of stuff. That is a great interview and I will post it, but not right now. Right now, I want to focus on serving you. So if there's a way that I can do that better, let me know. All right, this is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care. And yes, 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 God bless.